All right, welcome into another edition of the Tommy Mac Podcast here on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com. We're also on Facebook, of course, on 1010XL's page. And uh, I opened my personal page as well. Welcome everybody in. And also on the relevant app where live audio meets live interactive chat, uh, originally built for podcasters. So great to be on all those uh, those forums and uh, great to be here with you. It is July the 20th, Tuesday, about 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hopefully, hope life is treating you well and all is good out there. All is good on my end. Getting ready for training camp. I mean, their rookies are reporting today for a lot of teams, including your Jags. And uh, a week later, uh, the 27th, next Tuesday, veterans report. It's go time. It's go time. Man, training camp, man, my training camps were so different from the first year to the last year. Not different in, in how hard they were. They were all hard. Uh, but just a different, uh, you know, going in. Like my first year going in, man, I was so low on the depth chart on in, at middle linebacker, uh, on punt, on kickoff. I didn't really play special teams my last two and a half years at BC, so I wasn't really good at it. There is an art to it. Once you learn that art, it's it's really not that difficult, to be honest with you, but uh, I really wasn't that 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 good at at special teams. But So I had to work my way up. I mean, and I, man, I fretted. I worried every day. You know, every day, where am I at? You know, where am I at on the depth chart? Where, like, oh man, I missed that player. Oh, wow, I had a good day here. Or, you know, get, then we get in the full pads, which that, that is what helped me, you know, on air in space. Yeah, he's okay, but not that great. But with pads, I, you know, that that was my game. I could, I was a good instinctive player. I might not have been able to run you down if you beat me around the corner and take it to the house. That wasn't my game, but I'll meet you in the hole <laughs> all day long and love doing it. But so 95, that was that year's survival. Uh, we were doing three a days up in Wisconsin. Three. You know, it's funny today, it, man, one a day and no meetings at night. I'm telling you, the meetings at night is what kill you. At least it did for me because, you know, you get done two a days or three. You know, after the first year, we didn't do three. It was it was just two. But they were, you know, two pretty big practices in the heat. We stayed in Jacksonville 96 and then throughout. And, uh, you know, got after it, physical, a lot of conditioning. But those meetings at night from 7 to 10, oh, my gosh, they were brutal. And it was stuff you already knew. Now, granted, you're watching tape of the of the practice and whatnot, but with technology, do that, you to let them take it with them, which is fantastic. Anyway, and then, ninety, look, 96, I have to make the team again. I've got a little better at advantage because I proved myself a little bit. I was a uh, uh, you know, short yardage and goal line guy, punt, whatever. Then I end up starting most of that year, had a good year, come back in 97. Now I'm now I'm the guy, right? I've got a chance to be the starting middle linebacker. I still had to earn it. Schwartz was coming back, and he was a good player. Um, and then uh, I get hurt in that first week, so that's over. 98, I'm just hoping I can make it. You know, and then 99, I'm, you know, I'm fighting for the starting job and, and, and want it and then get hurt. But it's just, look, training camp uh, for the guys that are on the bubble, and I was that guy on the bubble. I mean, it is, whoo, you got to be mentally tough, man. I mean, mentally, mentally strong and emotionally strong because you don't know. And you got to be ready, like, Gosh, you gotta, you gotta do extra. You got, you just gotta find a way to impress, and it's, it's challenging. It's very challenging. But uh, I enjoyed, you know. Obviously, I look back. It was fantastic, fantastic. Did I like camp? No, 
Um, it, you know, today would I like camp? Yes. I mean, one practice. Come on, seriously, run all day long in one practice. I don't care if we're in full pads every practice. One a day, and then no meetings at night. Forget about it. I'm going home at seven. <laughs> Granted, I'd go out <laughs> for a little while, probably. So maybe it wasn't a good idea if you if you let me go home at seven. But nonetheless, training camp is here, and it's going to start for the vets next week. Look, I want to get into something. So I was doing a little. You know, a little research. By the way, we're going to increase these shows to twice a week, sometime during the preseason, I would think. Right, Graham? What do you think about that? When the, the games start, the preseason games start, that'll do we'll, – we'll go Tuesday and Friday, 10 a.m. Actually, Friday will be at 12 p.m. after the Jaguars Today show. So if you're uh, interested in checking out, it'll be all Jags. I'll look around the NFL because I like doing that, but for the most part, talking about our team. But anyway, I was on Jaguars.com, and they had this – these group of experts, they let the experts weigh in and, and you know, they are in their own right um, about different, you know, categories of the Jaguar. So I'm going to go through just a few of them and I'm not going to go through what they said. You can go look on Jaguar.com and check that out. But uh, I'll give you my, I did two for each one. They did one. So whatever. I did four for one. whatever. We'll see how it goes. All right. So here we go. First one, this is all Jaguars. Offensive player to watch in 2021. Now, what I did find interesting was Bucky Brooks, who was part of the panel, said they have a, that the Jags have a stout offensive line. I think that's that's not correct. I don't think they're stout. Maybe they can they be very possibly, but they're not stout yet. Stout means you're upper tier. They're not upper tier, especially in the pass protection. Hopefully it's better this year. Hopefully with with, with everything around it, surrounding them, good running game, more playmakers. you got a quarterback that hopefully gets the ball out quick. But So they had all these different players, of course, ETN and blah, 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 and, and Lawrence. Look, Lawrence, to me, he, he better be fan, phenomenal. I mean, as long as you protect him. He, you know, if he ends up like Nick Foles, it's not his fault. You know, and by the way, they better get that O line straightened out so that doesn't happen. But um, I'm expecting him to be phenomenal, and I don't care about rookie. I don't, he's generational, baby, generational. It's, he's Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck went to the playoffs, I think, his first year. Didn't he? 11, 11 and five, whatever. I'm not expecting that, but I'm expecting Trevor Lawrence to be everything is advertised. Being the number one pick, he better be. But the guy I'm looking at is Walker Little. I think Walker Little is going to have the opportunity to start on this offensive line. And I think if he does, um, it'll be interesting. I, look, I got to see him in pads still. We all do. He looks good in, in space. He's very physical. He's strong, flexible, whatnot. But I think he's going to push Cam Robinson. I think he's going to push uh, Jawan Taylor for a starting job this season. Not next season, this season. So he's the one I want to watch. And you know what? If they hold them off, that means they got better. That's right. I mean, if they hold them off and they're the starting tackles and Walker Little's number six, then fine. That's fantastic. That means Cam and Juwan got better at, uh, at pass protection. Very good run blockers. Tenacious, mean. We love them. But that pass blocking has got to be better than it's been, and we'll see if it was all on them or we see it's a combination of things. That remains to be seen. I'm also throwing out there Marvin Jones Jr. This guy's under the radar. 
And you, uh, one one Friday, Nate Burleson was on Jaguars today, and when he said that that this guy is under, I, I agreed a hundred percent. He's a game breaker. He's going to make big plays. I'm looking for Marvin Jones Jr. to be a playmaker, another playmaker for this team uh, in 2021, and hopefully uh, beyond that. All right, the next category: veteran to watch this year. I've got four, but I'll give you my real my top two. One is Jawan Taylor. Everyone's talking about Cam. Hey, Jawan gave up sacks, too, at critical moments. And by the way, I love Jawan Taylor as a, as a player. I love his, his, his tenacious. He gets at him and Cam are both the same in that regard. They, they're nasty. They'll get after you. But their footwork, their technique, sometimes is off and they get beat in pass protection. So I'm looking at Jawan Taylor to have a big year this year. And, and if it's Walker Little or whoever pushes him for that, that spot, Look, keep in mind, new staff, Urban Meyer, you got to prove yourself now. I think Juwan will do it, but let's see what happens. He's number one. Number two is uh, Caleb on Chase. You, you got to come through on that other, that other outside backer. If we're playing a 3-4 and Josh Allen's my left outside backer and you're my right, you better be a stud. Look, Josh Allen can be a stud too, and he has to get his game better. But he needs the other side. That, that, those rushers need the other side. Why? Because if they don't have the other side, the offensive line, they will, they will slide their protection to them every play. They'll throw the tight end over there. You got to get around him too. They'll throw in the chip back, the uh, running back who puts his elbow into your ribs. They'll do all of that if you don't have another presence on the other side. That's when you get your one-on-ones. You get your one-on-one matchups and you have a chance. Josh Allen didn't have many one-on-one matchups, and granted, not as healthy as he needs to be. I'm going to throw two others in. Taven Bryan is one. I tell you what, I 3-4, right defensive end, just stop the run. I'm, I, don't count him out is all I'm going to say. Don't count out Taven Bryan. Uh, and Josh Lambeau is my fourth. You know, Josh, the greatest kicker in Jaguar history, right? Arguably, I was with one of the others last night, Mike Hollis, at the uh, the Hobsed Help event, the J Fund event. It was rocking. Had uh, live music, couple country singers up there, a local girl, Cameron Nix, who we all know, and very good, great. I had a couple beers, saw a couple friends. Hollis was there, Money Mike. He looked good, looked the same. We took a couple pictures. It'll be online, I'm sure, somewhere. But Josh Lambeau. Coming back from an injury, look, I've never, I always had lower extremity injuries, and those tough to come back from. But that, those, you know, the, 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 uh, um, the, the, I've never had the, uh, the hip. You know, I've never had uh, the labrum. Uh, the labrum in the shoulder, I know that's tough. I've never had a labrum in the hip. So hopefully Josh Lambeau can come back big as well. All right, rookie to watch. I, I'm going with Walker Little. He's my guy, man. I'm, I want to see this kid. I want to see this kid up front, up close and personal, and take a look at him. And number two is Travis Etienne. Hey, he's a playmaker. By the way, I, I still see people complaining that we picked him at 25. Shut up already. Nobody cares what you think anyway. The guy's a playmaker. Doesn't matter what position he lines up at. And we know that Urban would have taken Tony if he was there, the kid out of Florida. He's a playmaker. It doesn't matter if he's a running back, slot receiver, whatever. Move tight end, you never know. Or back in the backfield with or without James Robinson, who I think is going to have a big year. All right, issues to watch was the next category. Defense for me starts with stopping the run. 
Every defense in, on any level has to stop the run if they want to be successful, especially late in the game, especially when you got to get the ball back to your offense. If they're grinding you and pounding you, it'll take the wind right out of your sails. It'll be over. It'll be over. It starts up front, starts with the front seven, and then it's, then it's that D coordinator, uh, Joe Cohen, and his scheme and his attack on game day. I want to see more blitzing. I want to see Miles Jack blitz like a son of a gun because that kid is unbelievable with his speed. And, of course, the O-line. O-line's got to come together. Can't be bottom tier. Right now, you're bottom tier. If you did it in thirds, you're bottom tier right on that. You're at top of the bottom third, I would say, around 20, whatever. But you got to be more than that. You got to be up, up. I don't care if you're getting top five. I like top ten. You got the talent. You got people there, man. Let's go. Let's get it to let it. Let's get it going. All right. Final one, and we'll wrap it up. Um, reason to believe twenty twenty one. Reason to believe. <laughs> Sounds like like Disney's behind me or something. But I'm gonna go with number one is Trevor, and he better beat everything they're saying, and you better protect his ass, or he's gonna end up like Nick Foles. Knock on fake wood, right? There you go. Hopefully that doesn't happen. You got to protect him though. But I'm I'm I believe this team's going to flip it around because we we have this generational QB coming in. That's what I believe. And number two, Urban Meyer, winner, right? Got to win. Got to win at this level. You win at this level, Urban. You're already considered the one of the top college football coaches of all time. No question about it. I'm not going Bear Bryant. You know, I, I think Nick's got it above you too, but you're still in that argument. You do it at the NFL level. Now, you know, look, as a whole coach, hmm, cement your legacy, brother. And I hope you do it right here in Jacksonville because it'll be a great story. And we can shut all those people up about our city because we love it here. It's a fantastic city. Well, it doesn't matter if you're at the beach downtown San Marco, which I'm headed to now to film the horse's mouth. Veterans edition, going to get into it. And uh, yeah, man, it doesn't matter where you Riverside, all over. This place rocks. Don't listen to the media because like any other time, they really don't know or they make it up. <laughs> all right, that's going to do it for me here on the Tommy Mac Podcast. Hope you enjoy. Training camp's here. It's going to be great. Football's here. Time to rock and roll. Get the workouts in and get it going. And uh, we'll see you next time right here on the Tommy Mac Podcast on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com, on their Facebook page, and on the relevant app. Y'all have a great day and week, and we'll see you next time right here on the Tommy Mac Podcast. I never knew that a kid like me could take his mic around the world and flash the big-ass D and rock the masses from Madrid to Calabasas.